Here we go. Rejecting the screen. Noah Kozlov out here in the East Coast, out West. Adam Stenko, just two plugged in dudes talking hoops and a little bit of life. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Episode 150, not counting the trailer. It's episode 150. About half of those been the two of us talking hoops, a little bit of life. The other half, the going ISO editions, the long form sit downs that have been personal, professional, and revealing. But it's time to step away for a while. I've spent a lot of time this past year resetting priorities. And as much enjoyment as I get talking hoops and life with Adam on Tuesdays and doing those deep personal interviews on Thursdays, truly trying to deliver something unique to the basketball community, there comes a point where you have to be honest with yourself and calculate the time spent and the return on that investment and then decide what is best for me personally, what is best for our podcast. This was a mutual decision. And what is best for us day to day and for our families today and the near future? I love doing this podcast. It's one of the favorite things of mine that I do all week. And getting to sit with you, and we'll get into all the things that I'm sure that the both of us appreciate about doing the pod. Getting to sit with you each week remotely. Uh, from different coasts and and getting to build this friendship has just been been awesome. And I look forward to it every every time without fail. There's not been one podcast where I said, oh, man, I can't believe this (laughs) this coming up, you know. And so, you know, that 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 means it's it's something enjoyable and it's something that I'm passionate about. The priority setting, I think, is is so important to view things through that lens. And for, I guess, any of our listeners to realize And I get asked this all the time about people who want to start podcasts or say, oh, I'm going to do a podcast or I would love to do that or I'd be great on a podcast. The things I think people don't understand about podcasting are all the extra steps that go into doing it when it's not just the two of us sitting around talking about about basketball. And I don't even mean planning what we're going to talk about and different subjects, but the amount of research that we pour into it. Like I take so much pride in that when people say, man, the work that you guys do and whether it's an interview guest or whether it's a a listener that says or some fan of the pod says, hey, you guys, man, how did you learn that about, you know, his mother? How did you? Oh, well, you know, listen to a few interviews and realize that he sort of mentioned this on the back end of, you know, you read a quote in an old Sports Illustrated from 50 years ago. Like the work that we put into research stuff is incredible. and then. Of course, just trying to figure out our scheduling, recording this stuff, the editing that, that you do, publishing, writing a description, and then you're and then you get done with all of that stuff. Oh, and booking a guest, of course, is the hardest part. I mean, just finding guests and then getting them to commit, trying to find something that works within our schedules. But then you do all that, and the part that I actually like the least is just promoting it. And I tell people all the time, I, I come off as a self-promoter. It's not who you are, no, it's not who I am, but we have to do it because if you create a piece of art and that's how I sort of look at this thing and no one hears it, then what's the point? 
And so you sort of feel like, all right, you've done all this. And I imagine it's the same way. And we, we talked about with Jeff Perlman when he put out, you know, we talked about him putting out books. It's like he does the book. He's so proud of it and all that. And then you got to go like on a book tour and promote it and sort of, okay, now you're pushing this, this thing that you've done. And it's sort of the same with us. Like, okay, now we got to tweet about it. We got to tell people about it, put it on Facebook, LinkedIn, what have you. Um, I like that part the least. But doing the pod, I've absolutely loved. But there's there's many reasons why I think we need to step away right now. Some episodes, there are thousands of listens. Some episodes, the listens are in the hundreds. It's it's about being part of the daily basketball conversation that over the past year, I think, and even more so recently, it's just not something that I'm interested in being a part of at the moment and i need to do a better job and we've talked about it before usually as it relates to nba twitter i need to do a better job pulling myself away from that nonsense and not letting the frauds occupy my headspace i think i've always had a a good perspective on life and the day and my family. So this has been a, the priority reset and we both have other jobs and things that we do. And I also think that those deserve a greater amount of attention at this point. And maybe having an opinion on NBA radio when I worked on Sirius and then maybe on this podcast has prevented me from getting those NBA team play-by-play jobs. So could be that this is the time to eliminate that variable. Talked about it before. Been a runner-up for multiple NBA team play-by-play jobs, radio and TV, the job that I've wanted ever since I was a little kid. I've never gotten a clear reason as to why I didn't wasn't the one who got the job. So maybe it's having an opinion. So how about we eliminate that variable? and? <laughs> and see where it goes. It's funny because we, we just spent the last few weeks on our podcast talking about how, hey, sometimes it's better to just text rather than tweet these things out. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's better to text than, than openly discuss it on the right. podcast. I mean, you and I are an open book. And I think it's one of the things I've always appreciated about you since we were connected. And we were connected through the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll get into that in a sec. But I you know, you bring up such an interesting point. The last two years as I was doing podcasts, even on my own before you're a part of it, and even being part of this NBA community and the Twitter space and all that kind of stuff, I've always felt like, oh, am I missing something? I didn't catch all the all-star games. Is someone going to call me for a radio hit? And I'm not going to know exactly what happened in the second quarter of the all-star game because I had something else going on and didn't devote my life to it. And And somehow this 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 uh, impossible uh, way to to keep up with everything going on, like was a standard I was holding for myself, but no one else is holding me to that. No one else is saying, hey, man, you didn't catch that. But it is. It's like, you know, whether it's radio hits or whether it's podcasts or a discussion or something pops up in an interview or even just in everyday life. I'm sort of like that anyway. I, I remember when I was at college. I, I got called out because I was talking to some dude and we were talking about, I think centers in the NBA and he was asking me who plays the best. And I'm like, yeah, what about David Robinson? The guy goes, he's been injured for two months. And I was like, that's never going to happen to me again. <laughs> it's never going to happen again. Getting called out. <laughs> but and- what will happen is <laughs> you dressing up like the Ithaca mascot being hammered. Yes. 
that did that did happen. and i and here's the thing like I, I i love that that part of it and the truth of the matter is i think what's connected with people are the interviews that we've done and are the stories that we've gotten from each other in the everyday life and learning about your journey and people the amount of people who reached out to me about you sharing you trying to get um the play-by-play jobs and and they didn't come through and that you're so open about the interview process and what that meant to you and what your frustrations and, and people like wow you know that that was that was really a lot or people saying man i can't believe you told that story about snoop dogg i've been afraid i, I wrote a book and was afraid to put it in the book because i was afraid of what would happen meanwhile here you'd go and do it for basically free so uh that's adam's pinned tweet so yeah yeah go at back naismith and, and lives you know, you and I literally built a friendship over doing this podcast. I mean, you know, so we were connected. Mm-hmm. We were doing a previous podcast for a company called Pure Hoops Media. And we didn't even know each other before that, obviously, as you know, no. And like I had heard about I had heard about you because I still remember when your name first came up because Mike Yam, we who we joke about, sold me the lemon. Mm-hmm. Mike Yam actually turned to me one day. We were working together at Pac-12 Network, and he turned to me and said, Hey, do you ever listen to this podcast, the follow-up? My friend Noah does. And I'm like, oh, I think I've seen him on Twitter. He's like, yeah, he's he's a great dude. He goes, Noah's a friend of mine. He goes, he does this podcast, the follow-up, where he asks guests a question. And then just on that one question, just keeps following up on the, the subject matter. And I was like, man, that's such a creative idea. And I'm sure I had told you that before, but maybe not. But but he told me that. And he's like, yeah, you should listen. And so I went back and I, I had listened and stuff. And then lo and behold, of course, because the world is just so small, like a month or two later, as I'm talking to this company about potentially doing a podcast, they're trying to bring me on board. They're like, hey, we have the perfect person to match you up with, Noah Kozlov. I'm like, that is like that is crazy. And then instantly, as we start working for these guys and, you know, we had our skepticism and we were both cynics. I could tell right away we're on like business calls and Noah without ever having met me or seen me. Literally, we had not seen each other. Uh, we'd never even done a video podcast or anything together. Noah's like texting me like, can you believe this joke <laughs> like of this meeting? And I'm responding the same way. Like, this is embarrassing. What have you? So, um, but then we were connected there and then David Locke, you know, gave us the opportunity to come over and, and be part of the Locked On Network, which you've been greatly appreciative of and and to do our thing. And and the, the truth of the matter is, and I said this many times on the pod, like write the book you, you want to read. And the fact that we've been able to do, I mean, just, a podcast where we get to talk about life and we get to bitch about NBA Twitter and we get to talk to each other and these amazing guests and, and we get to cry with Jeff Zilgit. We get to have Adam Morrison open up to us in a way that I've never heard him do anything else. The fact that Reggie Theus is telling us stuff that's like mind blowing Don McLean, who refuses to go on like radio shows, podcasts, TV shows. He's come on our pod multiple times and, and opened up about his life and all. And I, and you know, to develop those friendships too. I mean, Adam Malamut now we we know, and he was amazing mm-hmm. guys like that. Like just to get to meet these people, to talk to the Brandon Haywoods and the Kevin Willis's and the Alvin Williams and guys that like I admired from afar and to get to talk to them and to really hear their stories is like, is all I've ever wanted to do with this thing. And, you know, to get to talk to you each week, like we would have done anyway. And to get to do the interviews, has been just I'm very grateful that we've had the opportunity and to get to do 150 episodes just that's wild to me. Yeah, and we certainly appreciate what David Locke has built and what the Locked On Podcast Network has provided us. And I think we've long been trying to figure out what is our place in the Locked On atmosphere and just not 
sure that there is a a place to carve out right now. We maybe we carved it out for a little bit and then kind of disappear into the canyons a little bit and then resurface. But this is just this is a hiatus. We don't know if we'll 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 be back, but we're gonna say hiatus for now. Last week on the show, we asked you, what do you want from us? How can we add to your day? In the sea of basketball podcasts, we tried to recognize our lane and where our expertise lies. And so that as a listener, you always knew that you'd get something thoughtful and entertaining. I was fully prepared, Adam, when asking that question to not receive any responses. We ask that you respond on Instagram, Twitter, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Even if you responded with, keep doing with what you're doing. Some sort mm-hmm. of feedback. And, and I do think that over the past year, the, the lack of human interaction, the lack of a community, the lack of feedback, real feedback, has impacted me. Aside from the the likes and retweets, which are always greatly appreciated, and I'll be most thankful for Chad Finn of the Boston Globe and Howard Beck of Sports Illustrated, who have been the the most active, genuine media members who have promoted the podcast. But I was fully prepared when asking that question to get no responses. To give us some sort of idea that we were reaching you. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing I prepared myself for no responses because, well, there weren't any. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's almost embarrassing and, to say, but well, it's but it's the truth. And I think it, it's so important that you bring this up. So, so that's the thing. It's not really an ego hit because if, if it was and it was truly that embarrassing, I wouldn't be talking about it. And it's not really an ego hit because I'm comfortable with myself because mm-hmm. I prepared myself for for that. And I can only speak for myself here. But it's just more of a continuation of being disappointed over the past year. And and I think we've, we've heard a lot during the pandemic about being in this together, but I've never really felt that like being in it together as a collective. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes you hear about the NBA community. I think it's bullshit. It, it did seem like it was every man and every family for itself. And sometimes the media business echoes that. And it's disappointing. But that's the way it is for now. We set out to do this podcast and say, hey, we're going to give a unique take on things. And sometimes, and Noah, you and I have talked about this off mic, but sometimes the unique take means that we're saying things before anyone else does. And if that means that we had the guts to say it, or that means it was foolish of us, what have you, but we were saying things and whether it's a prediction, whether it was just, we look at the landscape and say, Hey, there's a problem here. What have you, we say it. And then there were times later where all of a sudden on some bigger national shows, now you're hearing it now, all, all of a sudden, no, oh, that same take that we had a few weeks ago, not saying anyone stole it from us, but that we had it first. 
And then what? You go and put out a tweet and say, oh, we did this first before you guys, you know, what have you. That That's weak. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think neither of us, you know, thinks about our style in that in that way. It's not how we want to present ourselves. So there's there's that part of it. But I but I think that we we have unique takes. We have a unique way of looking at the the world, whether it's NBA, Twitter or just basketball in general. And then and with the human side, too. I mean, that's the other part. I think so many people in the media have felt this need to put like their human emotions away and present as though oh, everything's just back to normal. We weren't normalizing that. And I think that's also critical. And then the other thing for us is like, I wanted to do these, like I said, these emotional, gripping, funny, thought-provoking interviews. And we did that. And 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 the feedback I get sometimes from people was incredible. Like, wow, that interview you did was unreal. I've never heard anything like that. I've never heard that person like that. And we did our Kobe stories, two episodes a few weeks ago. And uh, wanted to pay tribute to Kobe, who meant a lot to the both of us in in different ways. Not just not not just Kobe himself, but also just what Kobe represented in our area, southeastern PA, and and all those things. And I thought it was so great to look back at the interviews we've done and everything. It was such a project that I was so proud of, and and still I'm so proud of what we've done as a podcast and just as as a two part series. And again, like I felt like there was nothing like it out there, and even that, like the the feedback was incredible. But even that like didn't take off as much as it did. But I just feel like people aren't doing necessarily what we're doing. And I hear a lot of stuff that I don't feel like is great or interesting or new or at least looks at stuff with some level of humanity. And so to me, to put out this great content, to put out original stuff, to put all this work into it, all this preparation and feel like we're putting so much effort into it and it's not having uh this the you know we're not seeing the the payoff in terms of like this wide ranging audience or people at least responding to us and saying oh yeah here's what i like about your show or i don't whatever like then maybe it's time to step away because maybe all that effort isn't worth the time that we're putting in right now i mean i think you can't be too proud to say so at the same time yeah some things just don't work out but i wouldn't call this a failure Oh, no. Wasn't as much of a monetary success as we had hoped or leading the NBA conversation as we had hoped, but it was successful because we know that the content we put out was something that we were proud of and certainly successful in growing a friendship between the two of us. Absolutely. And I, and, and, and no, I want to say this, you mentioned David Locke, all the guys that, that put out these shows daily, I am in awe of, and I I will say that like mm-hmm. I, all of these locked on shows is incredible. And we could go through the list and, and you could name all these hosts and we have, you know, our, our DMS from which we're going back and forth with these guys and stuff. A lot of young guys that are super energetic and passionate about their teams, about their fans, about their audiences that they're building. And I, I think those guys are incredible. And the fact that they're doing podcasts every, every day is unreal. And, and what they've done to build and podcast network, like Doug Branson behind the scenes. And, and of course, what David Locke's built, um, Carl, uh, Kylie, like all these people that have put together this network now that's, you know, that's become bigger and bigger and bigger is, is incredible. And I, and I give credit to all those guys. And I want to thank mm-hmm. them for giving us the chance to, to put our own show here and then, and then helping to foster that. And then the people that listen, 
like to you guys that are listening and I, you know, we've talked about it. I mean, my buddy, Chris Copas has said like, you know, this podcast helped him get through some, some dark times. And I know even for me, the podcast has done that. Um, but you know, Brit that we communicate with on, mm-hmm. on Twitter. And you said like Howard Beck listened Adam Malamut told us that, you know, he became a fan of the pod and I'm super appreciative of, of getting, like you said, the, the, to build the friendship with you and getting to do this with you and working with a guy that's so talented and who should be doing I just feel lucky because we've been able to do this while you should be out working for an NBA team as a, the voice of an NBA team. And I know that's happening very soon. And and the last one for me, I just want to say, like, you know, my family's had a lot of issues behind the scenes, as you know about Noah. And I haven't gotten into a ton of that. Obviously, four kids. We're trying to figure the world out. Avery, Bella, Hudson and Skylar, as we all call her, Chewy. And we're trying to figure this whole thing out in the, in the modern day space. And the fact that, like you know, certain things with them, I've had to put aside, Hey, sorry, can't do this with you right now, kids, because I've got a podcast to record or because I've got descriptions to write, or because I've got to prep for this interview. So that's going to take me the next two or three hours, or it just means a lack of sleep or what have you. And you said other jobs and projects that we work on. So that part with everything going on and just making sure my kids happiness comes first. And that prioritizing you talk about, like, that's where it always I always know that I'm doing the right thing. If, if it means more time and my, my family's going to be happier, that's where I know I have to put my priorities. Yeah. And it's not, I think that's, that's a good point. It's not, well, I'm going to sacrifice by not doing this because my family needs this. No, it is a priority of both of ours to put our family first before this. And it's difficult to do, but it's not a difficult decision to make. And by the way, no, we don't just mean me stopping the uh, the laundry while I'm in the garage so that we can record this. Now, sometimes I do forget to turn it back on, and that becomes a, that's a sacrifice for the family. That I that I'll take the hit for the audience there. So remind me of that when we're when we're done recording. Do you need to put it back on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's eight minutes to go. It's flashing at me. Tauntingly. All right, so it's just a hiatus. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but we appreciate all of you. And while you're at it, check out everything else on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On NBA five days a week. Locked On Fantasy Basketball with the Josh Lloyd. Locked On Bets. Locked On Today. Hollinger and Duncan. John Hollinger and Nate Duncan. Chad Ford's NBA Big Board. It's going to be a Locked On NBA Draft. There's going to be a March Madness Selection Sunday special. And you're going to get your team every day. As Adam said, it really is impressive. Your team every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're not going anywhere on Twitter. Might be a little bit less active. Adam's at yeah. Smith Lives. I'm at Noah Kozlov, C-O-S-L-O-V. And we likely won't be spending any more time on Instagram at rejecting underscore the <laughs> underscore screen. But maybe, maybe you'll just maybe. you know keep following. Maybe you'll just see uh, an interview pop up. I think every now and then I'm gonna. I did it last night. I posted a clip from the Brendan Haywood interview when he talked about not knowing that Julius Peppers was the number one football player in the country, and he oh. was on his AAU basketball team and. They had to stop at the gas station and pick up a Streets and Smith just to find out that he was the number one football <laughs> player in the country. So if you want to go back and listen to those Going ISO editions, they're evergreen. You'll never know 
where they were recorded or when they were recorded. I, I will say this. That absolutely is true. And and the one thing I want to say, if if we don't ever connect to do a podcast again, Noah, if that if that happens, the one thing I will always be proud of and that I want people to know they can do, I, I would encourage you to go back. And it's not about I don't say that about us. I'm saying that because there's stuff that you will learn as a basketball fan. I literally started doing podcasts because I said, you know what? I don't feel like anyone's doing like long interviews where you really get to know somebody like Meghan Markle with Oprah interviews, <laughs> except, except it's with a Denver Nuggets assistant coach or something. And it, and it is fascinating because everyone has this story to tell. Everyone's been through hardships. They have great moments that they're really proud of. And some of the things that have come out of these interviews and discussions are amazing. And as Noah said, you can listen to them anytime. So it's not like it's in a way it's going to be the legacy of this thing, no matter what. And I will say that we've done a bunch <laughs> legacy. of legacy. <laughs> oh, we talked about legacy so much on this podcast. So. But it, but the truth is, there's no way, you know, with, there's nothing better, Noah, than when we had one of the guests who who then turned after finishing the podcast and was sort of like, "Oh shoot, did I say too much? Was that should I have said all that?" That's my favorite. No, no, you were great. That's fine. There won't be any negative repercussions. <laughs> I don't even remember who that was. It is what it is. You learned about a lot of basketball people, which is all I ever really cared about. We became friends with some of them in the process. And um, like I said, speaking of friendship, most of all, I appreciate yours. And I know that's not going anywhere. So maybe once in a while, if you want to, Noah and I will invite you on a Zoom call that the two of us will have. And we can uh, keep you caught up on our lives if if you care that much. So I, I'm not going to invite anybody on to a zoom call <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be happy to get on our zooms and just talk to each other and i think we should still continue to do that once a week but i'm not i'm not just inviting random people on even if they were fans of the show i'm not you can you can do that on your own time not gonna happen not gonna sad happen. part is sad part is we're both serious when we say that i would do it and you wouldn't <laughs> oh Adam, thanks, pal. You really are the best.